We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Light Years, presented by Sleeper Fantasy. Andy Lou out tonight. Got to bring in, uh, you know, the backup here. Playing Sacramento Kings. Who do I, you know, basically the Warriors G League affiliate. So who do I know who knows them very well? Friend of the show, Cal Madsen. Cal, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm good. Um, I'm a lot better no? now than I was 14 and a half seconds prior to... Uh, Clay's game winner. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, cl- classic trap game, right? Like jokes aside, classic trap game. Did not feel confident for a few minutes there when they were closing the game out with a lineup of guys, four of which are basically you're my height. I was like, oh, this is intriguing. This is interesting. That's a move to go with. But you know what? Clay Clay Thompson comes through at the end, and you know he's kind of had a slow start to the season and at subpar camp. Cool to see Clay come through with the big shot at the end. At some point, I'll stop bitching about Clay, but it's just all the time. I'm like, he's washed, he's washed, and then I'll hit two, three in a row, or hit a game winner, or whatever. Like, I just gotta relax. There's so many ways to go about this game. Like, to me, the minute I knew De'Aaron Fox wasn't playing, and you know, the Warriors have a road trip home for one game and another road trip, I'm like, this is gonna be a trickier game than you expect, and it played out that way. Mike Brown threw, I mean, quite frankly, he just started doubling Steph. He's like anyone but Steph beating us type of defense there. And you know what? It, it threw the Warriors through a loop there. I feel like this is the type of game where you really realize just how valuable it is to have a player like Chris Paul in general. If this was last year and they throw that defense at the Warriors and uh, our old friend Jordan Poole is asked to get everyone else going, I feel like the turnovers might be a little higher. I feel like the Sacramento Kings walk away with the win that they wanted. And uh, you and I are just in a bad mood on this pod. That had all the makings of a Jordan Poole 4 for 18, 13 points, 9 turnover game. If it was Jordan did, Poole. Did you see his? Did you see him throw it off the backboard to, to Kyle yes, Kuzma tonight down, down 20. 20-some? Dude, he got booed in Atlanta. You know how hard that is? <laughs> To get Atlanta fans to care about anything about that's going on in the court? While you're gifting their team the game. 
No, I, it yeah. just it, it, Andy <laughs> Andy tweeted this during the game, and I and I totally agree. Last year they lose that game one thirty six one eighteen. Yes, and that is and the exact I, score. I to, I it's like yep, that nailed it a hundred percent. But I, 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 a, there's just they're just locked in this year in a way that they weren't last year. But b, it's the it's the Chris Paul factor for me. It just they it never feels like outside of, they had some bad turnovers tonight that wasn't awesome, but outside of the the possessions that end in you know ball bouncing off somebody's leg or somebody mishandling a pass or whatever, it feels like they it feels like they always get a good shot when Chris Paul's on the floor. Yeah, um, is it too early? buying this team as potentially better than the 2022 title team. No, I'm not a little there too yet. early. I'm little not too there early. Yet. Jordan Poole is really but good. You, but can you too. see, can you see the makings? Yeah, you see, you see a way that by March they're there. Okay. I think if, if Jonathan Kaminga is more consistent offensively and Dario Sarge figures out, how to go up with the basketball in the paint. Um, and, and if clay hits some shots, then, then yeah, a hundred percent. And then it depends on what Andrew Wiggins you're getting to, I think. But if you get a locked in playoff, Andrew Wiggins and then, then yeah, sure. But there's, that's like I said, that's a lot of things that have to go right. Too early getting a little too hyped on a, on their first home win of the season for like title favorites star. now. For, <laughs> you know what? Like basically that's where I'm at right now. I don't know. It just look. I I can recognize it's way too early to go here, but but it feels feels like something's brewing with them. Feels kind of how it felt at the early onset of 2022, and feels the complete opposite of how it felt at this time last year. The vibes so maybe, are so maybe, much better. Maybe maybe I it's just like release fresh air. Feels better than last year, and, and I need to just like. Let them get to 20 games before I make these proclamations. Maybe that's what yeah. we need. But honestly, with how awful last year was, I, I get why you're ready to to jump all in right now. The yeah. vibes are better. Chris Paul has just been... I was, I, was, I was hurt last year. I was in an abusive relationship. Now, yeah. if you know, honeymoon vibes right now for me. You know, feeling good. Buying every piece of Blue Lives Matter merch I can get for Chris Paul. Like, just Stop. Perfect. <laughs> um okay you, you called out a couple players and let's get to the game a little bit so uh dario Saric, um i don't want to call him the like player of the game or the surprise the hero whatever you want to say but like i don't know he he hit some key shots to get them yeah. back into the game when it felt like they were turning around yeah. uh he's kind of had a i don't want to say yeah no inconsistent start to the season for the warriors Mm-hmm. He uh, he hasn't really hit shots till tonight, um, and, and it hasn't been that great. It was it was kind of good to see him do that because I I do think he can help this team, and he's a good player. Like there are flaws there. Like yes, he's probably not a closing lineup player, but you mm-hmm. saw kind of what they were looking for from this year. Uh, somewhere somewhere in between the Bielitsa and Otto Porter thing, and definitely better than Jamichael Green, who never worked out for them last year. Yeah, he's a hundred percent. And and right as I was complaining about him, he hit that huge three that cut it from four to one. Sure. In the is that early early late third quarter, early fourth quarter. But right around there, yeah. It's the it's the minutes at the five where he gets a paint touch and then turns it over. 
whether he drops it or just gets it knocked away. I, I would I would like to a, like I said, A, either see him just go up, just get 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 a ball on the, get a shot on the rim, dog. Just go, go up or just not get touches in the restricted area, which I would also be fine with. But he was he was more good, more good than bad tonight for sure. Uh, and and it kind of speaks to the the depth of this team. Like they're they're still figuring out their rotation, but mm-hmm. it does feel like they have various different players to go to. They they close with Gary Payton the second, who's been awesome this mm-hmm. season. Kuminga yep. had some good minutes in the first half, had some inconsistency, but him and Moses Moody in general have been positives on the mm-hmm. year for them. It's a deeper roster, uh, and deeper so much so that this is the third, like. Crunch time game. They haven't closed with Andrew Wiggins third or fourth. Uh, and I, I couldn't envision that two year, in the last two years. I couldn't envision a scenario where Wiggins is not in their final five-man lineup. But you know what? He's it, it, still not all the way back. And it works without him. It's working without him. What, what else you want to say? That's the part of this that when you start projecting out toward March and April and you think, can this team be as good? That's a key piece of it for me. Because if you can take what this closing lineup is and insert Andrew Wiggins for pick your non-Steph player, sure. you feel you feel really, really good about that lineup on, on both ends of the floor. So I, I, I'm like, if you get Andrew Wiggins in there instead of GP2, where you you add an offensive threat while not losing a ton defensively when you get a lock in Andrew Wiggins, that's that that's where the ceiling gets gets really, really high for me. But I don't think Wiggins sitting on the bench in crunch time is a sustainable winning model for for this version of the Warriors. I view it multiple ways. On the one hand, I do like Steve Kerr being like, I'm going to go with who's working down yes. the stretch and yes. egos be damned. Yep. Uh, not that Andrew Wiggins is, you know, like it, it would be a different conversation if it was Draymond or Clay just because like the pride and everything. But like, yeah, then you, you get know, locker room problems. Yeah, but but Andrew Wiggins is a proven player. He, he played great for them during their title run two years ago. And, um, you know, he's going with it. He's been a good teammate this way. But on the other hand, I agree with you. For them to actually contend and be the team they want to be, he needs to be good enough to not be the first one to the bench of those scenarios. I, I do agree. think he I do think he 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 did some better things tonight. Like he got to the rim better, he finished better. The shot's still just not there. One three, he didn't make it. Um, still not rebounding the ball. I'm actually inclined to think the shots a bigger deal than the rebounding. I almost feel like the fact that he can't hit shots is affecting the other parts of his game. I agree. Uh, but it's you know he he can't be he can't be Jonathan Kaminga if they're going to be the best version of right. himself. Right. Kaminga is right now. Yeah, kind of. Kuminga is freakishly athletic. That it's. Uh, it's hard to stop him from going to the rim at all times. Basically, mm-hmm. we, we get a little a little smoother than that. He he needs to hit his jumpers a little more. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 it. And if he starts knocking down threes, I think you're right. I think you start to see the rebounding numbers tick up. You see the defensive intensity tick up. Confidence. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah, think I, I think he'll get there. I'm not I'm not super worried about Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, I mean the, the biggest thing to take from this is okay, Wiggins is at best playing C minus basketball relative to what he's capable of clay. Although he had the hero shot at the end is nowhere near what he's capable of. Draymond's still working his way back from injury. Yes. Yeah, Steph is Steph, even though he got doubled and tripled for most thought, of the night. And he, he didn't I, have thought, 
I thought Keegan Murray did a good job on him off ball. Sure. Early in the game. Anyways. They had a very they they had like a strong strat. They went with the we'll be damned if you beat us. Yes. Defense. You know? Yep. Yep. Um and, and it's it's the right way to go because like this is a balanced Warriors roster, but it's not like it's explosive when I saw stuff. Yeah. Um, but my point is there's a bunch of stuff that they can clean up and get better at on this roster, and they're still getting wins. And that's what matters here, right? Like if you're able to generate wins when you're not peaking, that's kind of exciting as a team. Yes. And that's that's where tonight, and, and honestly, through the first five games now, somebody asked me the other day, they said, hey, who's the Warriors' second best player? And I don't know Chris if I Ball. have a good answer. I, yeah, right now. But every everybody just kind of contributing in, in different ways and in ways that I don't think they're going to, like, I think they're going to get more from Wiggins down the stretch. I think Moses Moody tonight, you get I, it, Moses Moody's at the point that I get, I'm surprised when his shot doesn't go in. Yeah. But I think you're going to get more like from tonight. Moody and coming down the stretch. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, I'm really in on how this roster is built where it's not super top heavy and you're just hoping for, uh, uh, oh my God, uh, like Jonas Jerebko to hit a couple of threes. You know, it's actually like, oh no, they can they can mix and match their their closing lineups to to opposing personnel. It doesn't have to be these five guys because the the other ten guys are terrible. It's they they have like they have a legit nine or ten player rotation where you feel pretty good about the five that are on the floor at all times. It's putting a lot on cool. Steve Kerr, honestly. Like mm-hmm. if you think about it, it's like, all right, you have one transcendent all-time top five top 10 player whatever you want to call him uh Mm -hmm. very much still in his prime Mm -hmm. and we have an assortment of very good players two good players Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily like there's not an obvious this is my closing five there's like eight players they can choose from depending on the matchup which is to say steve has to be very ahead of the curve looking at this being like this is this is not the game for Looney to close. This is not the game. For, Wiggins doesn't have mm-hmm. it tonight. GP2, you know, and that takes a, that's a level of coaching that um, yeah, most NBA teams, like the only team I can think of who really coaches like that or plays like that is the Miami Heat with their expulsion. And that's partially by necessity. Another team where you're like, I don't know who your best five is. Kind of depends on the day, right? Right. Uh, it's not the easy it's not the easiest way. Like in a perfect world you want to have the 2017 Warriors where it's like I don't really care. Steph, Clay, Iguodala, KD, Draymond, you're closing. Right. And that's <laughs> so, it. That's what, yeah. yeah, exactly. That sort of thing. So, but you know that that's where we're at with this and uh I think Steve's done a pretty good job to open the season here and I, I like the way that it, it feels like they're very open-minded to rotating their players and kind of going with what's worked on any given night. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's probably good, especially for a team that like as good as the vibes are right now, getting different people in to close and the the chat was pointing this out and and it's a great point. They have 2 4 6 8 I I'm having a hard time seeing eight guys, seven guys over 20 minutes and then a couple guys over 15. And there was never a lineup on the floor. How many times over the last few years have you looked at a five player lineup that they've rolled out in a game and been like, what the hell is this? Like what this is never good. What is why is this happening? Yeah. And I just that doesn't that hasn't happened at any point this year, which is cool. 
what is hey what does an ideal closing lineup look like to you because i tried to write it down like everybody maximized everybody playing their best i have steph wiggins kaminga and draymond and then i need a fifth it's tricky because in theory wiggins kuminga and draymond is the front court you want to close with and you want to go with two of well okay obviously steph's one and then and then it's uh do you want cp's ball handling and like security or do you want clay shooting right right or do you want gp2's defense sure even throw that out there but at the same time it's so hard to put either clay or cp3 on the bench for offensive reasons yeah I I wonder if they get into playoff series or just more serious games if they go offense defense because offensively I want Steph CP Clay on the floor at all times those are your three best offensive players yeah um, Clay can hit no shots and he's gonna have the best defender on the other team like up in his business forty that, feet away that's a good point yeah. and then you know Chris Paul is your best decision maker and he's it, <laughs> you don't have five better offensive players than Chris Paul. Sorry, you don't, no, don't you know, you. and then Steph's staff. So like you want those three, but defensively, I mean, again, I really wish that their entire starting perimeter was not the same age as our group chat. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, like that, that's kind of where I'm like, do they end up in the playoffs being almost like a college team where you're going offense defense a little bit? Because yeah, kind of. Uh, I can I can see some matchups where like I don't know if I want Clay, Steph, and CP out there defensively for extended periods of time, um, but I know I want them out there offensively. I hate how much I'm enjoying watching Chris Paul play. <laughs> I really hate it a lot, bro. Oh. I was ready to just be like, "Nope, I'm out on this guy. This isn't working. Why is he starting?" But then he goes to the bench. There's no fuss. He's awesome running the second unit. He's closing games. Could not be, could not be a better teammate. You know, just <laughs> the, the, the puff pieces. Oh my God. Oh. Just oh. Chris Paul taking the 6 a.m. Southwest flight to help hey. Trace Jackson <laughs> Davis and Brandon Pajemski in practice. He flew <laughs> cross country just to get a get a sweat in with Steph. Like my God, like th- th- we might put his jersey in the rafters and, and like, <laughs> right. th- like it's like how many games do you play for the team? I don't know, like fifty eight. Yeah, yeah, legend. Get him up there. Yeah. I've I've spent my most, <laughs> not my entire life. I haven't I haven't been out on Chris Paul forever, but I've been out on Chris Paul for a long time now. By the end of this year, you're gonna be like as they're lifting the truck and be like, you know what, Chris Paul deserves this. I, I'm just I'm I'm just envisioning, you know, they win the title and. They put Chris Paul on their shoulders like at the end of Rudy. That's what I need. That is what that is that is what I need right there. It's just, you know, oh. it's, it's <laughs> I, I think there's actually something really satisfying about like he's like a top three Warriors hater. Um mm-hmm. just in terms of like playoff rivalries. Like fans hate him. Sure. Uh he clearly knows how to like get under your skin and do all those little things. Mm-hmm. And to convert him to being a warrior and like buying into being selfless off the bench is so gratifying and it's early. It's crazy. But, it, but it's like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's more exciting than uh, a young player who has no, it's like, Oh, now I'm going to convert my number one nemesis to be like my guy. Sure. 
it's an unbelievable it's an unbelievable redemption arc and it took five games yes we're, we're but all... bet if he starts not playing well the hater hat's going back on i'm ready oh you're ready to go you're ready for like a mark spears tweet february 3rd chris paul feels this team could get more out of him if he was in the starting lineup because they're on a three-game losing streak draymond's you know injured he's got sunglasses on the sideline uh malika's concerned trolling on espn what's going on in golden state you know that moment yeah i'm ready for it <laughs> when's the trade deadline um sometime february in mid february oh uh, no it's february it's... 9th last year yeah february nope that's last year anyways uh doesn't matter yeah right before the trade deadline that's all gonna go down and how chris paul wants so. to go somewhere where he can start and compete for a title and he's going to get February, to Miami. February 8th this year, just to be clear. Okay, February 8th. Okay. But the point still stands. So yeah, no, February 3rd. You said February 3rd. That date nails it. I was just, uh, And then they're trading <laughs> into Miami. I mean, I could have gone with like Lowry. January 12th, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Feeling good. Are you before we get you out of here? They are going back on the road. This this kind of felt like a road game for the Warriors in general. Um, yeah, they, you knew that with no deer and Fox, you knew they were going to toss their jerseys on the court and try and win. And they played <laughs> like that. Exactly. Um, they are going to Oklahoma City. Then you got Detroit against our guy, Big Jimmy. Uh, sorry, no, you got Cleveland. Then you got Detroit. And then you got Denver. Four games on the road. What do you predict their record is at the end of this road trip? Cleveland, Detroit, Denver. Okay. I messed it up. So let's just say it's straight. OKC, Cleveland, Detroit on the back-to-back, then Denver before you come home. Okay. I think they... And OKC is the in-season tournament, which, as we know, is bigger than the NBA title. Right. I think they beat OKC. I really like OKC, though. I'm a big OKC guy. I think they beat Oklahoma City because that one's for all the marbles at the play-in tournament. Yes. I think they beat Cleveland and then I think they lose to Detroit. Oh yeah. Jalen Duran's going to have a huge game. And I think they lose to Detroit on the back on the back to back. Like I think Steph doesn't play. Clay doesn't play. And it's just one of those young legs versus an old tired traveled team. Yeah. A hundred percent. Not that I'm like a big believer in Detroit. Uh, And then I I I don't think we're going two and two. I think they're going three and one on the trip. Are they going to get the Are they going to get the big win in Denver that gets the national media going? Are the Warriors back? Are they back? Yeah, if they're going to go three and one and they're losing to Detroit, yeah, screw it. They go into Denver and get that dub. Okay. (laughs) Sure. Okay. Realistically, they're going to go three and one. They probably win the first three and lose to Denver. I take it. I will take it. I'll take three and one. I'll take three and one right now. I think I think three and one would be a phenomenal road trip. However, it comes, they could lose the first one against Oklahoma City. Although you know, in season tournament, we can't have that. Um, but yeah, you know what? Mugs in the chat makes a great point. Duran hasn't met Kevon Looney yet. It's a fair point. It's it a is really a very, point. very fair point. It's going to be in a padded cell. Yeah, dubs by twenty in Detroit. That's a great point by Mugs. I keep thinking about how they lost in Detroit. Thinking about last year. Because uh-huh. they lost in Detroit 
after losing in Charlotte. They lost in Charlotte in what yes. was a very embarrassing game. And Steph and all the veterans are like, we're not losing too. We're playing the back-to-back. And then they lost in Detroit. And that's <laughs> where I was just like, yeah, because you really only get one shot at that. You know what? I'm not, I was going to get rested tonight, but I'm going to play. And then you just get it handed to you. It's it's just not a good look. That's a tough scene. That You can't do that for sure. And they can't do that if they lose to Cleveland and then and then go back to back to Detroit. You can't do it again this year. Correct. Correct. Kyle, I appreciate you. I know yeah, you got to get up Me- at 2.30 in the morning, 2.15. 3.30. Are you even going uh, to bed? Dude, I'm, Wait, just no, I'm leaving. Go I'm going. I'm getting to my job yeah. right now. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, no, they lost to the Pistons. No, here's the... They, they lost to the Pistons in 2015-16. Uh, they got smoked in Detroit. That's the game I was thinking. That's going to bug me all night. There's a lot of uncharacteristic losses to the Pistons during this run. It's That's really what I learned. To, I don't to, love it. I didn't think it was as bad as that. Like I, I can think of the annual loss um, to Minnesota. That's That's a mm-hmm. classic. Even when yeah. Minnesota sucks, there's an annual loss in Minnesota. Yep. On the on the calendar where you're just like, oh, they have no energy and they're tired. Minnesota um, broke long home winning streak. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I remember that one. I uh, that's when I was convinced uh Carl Anthony Towns was gonna be the best player in the NBA. Yeah. My, because he switched on to Steph and kind of shut down MVP Steph on yeah. the perimeter. Yeah. I'm like, who is this guy? Wait, what? I didn't think that was possible because Steph had literally cooked every player in that situation for a hundred games in a row. Um, (laughs) And cat just locked him up. Yeah. It's, it's it's funny how like you remember these moments you're like, Oh, Oh, I've just seen the future of the NBA. And it's not like cats a bad player or anything, but it was just like a little presumptuous because he had a good name. The 2015, 16 Warriors. I'm obsessed with this Detroit game. Now everybody played for golden state. Steph had 38. They lost to Marcus Morris, Contavious Caldwell Pope, Andre Drummond, Reggie Jackson, Ursan Ilyasova. That's your starting five. Ursan's good. Bench, Stanley Johnson, Warriors legend Anthony Tolliver, Aaron Baines, Brandon Jennings, and Steve Blake. That Dude, team beat Bra- the 2015-16 Warriors. Brandon Jennings cooks. That's all I'm going to say. Reggie Jackson <laughs> had 20. Contavious Caldwell Pope had 20. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. 14 and 21 for Andre Drummond. Come on. Get aboard. Yeah, Anyways. I don't want to go with it. Where is Legend right. Steve Blake, by the way? He he had his moments. Yeah, anyways. Joel Anthony Kyle. also on that team. Sorry, you're trying to get out of here. Oh, no, I was, I was trying to get you out of here. You're the one who has to go to bed. <laughs> no, I'm a, dude, I'm going to go watch this game right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Appreciate, Appreciate you. This week's Light Years podcast is brought to you by Sleeper. The NBA season is here, which means you now have a chance to 100x your cash on a daily fantasy basketball. Basketball has never been more exciting than it is now with players like Steph, LeBron, Luka, KD. Pick more or less on stats for these stars like points, rebounds, three-pointers, steals, double-doubles, and more for up to 100x payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right and you could win big. Use promo code LIGHTYEARS and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 25 states. Check out Sleeper today. This week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Game Time. 
Sam, I was in New York and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee Stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was Game Time because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, all the above. The Game Time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without distress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Lightyears, L-Y-G-H-T-Y-E-R-S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code LIGHTYEARS for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. If you want to call in, press the hand icon. I'll bring you on stage. McWalters, before we get to you, before we get to you, I got to play this. We figured this was going to be a weird one, the one weird home game in between two road trips. So have you unpacked and uh, already, or how does it work? Have you done all your... Laundry, uh, what happened? I did the necessities for the laundry. <laughs> Bag pretty much stay the same. I got the chessboard. I got the Kindle. Nice. I'm ready to go back on the road, baby. Nice. What did Draymond have to say with you after you made that shot? He look, shit, I'm look, I'm always looking for you. <laughs> I don't know. The rest, I, the rest was a blur. Was a blur. <laughs> Do you buy? what? Hey, what is Clay reading on the Kindle? What is Clay reading on the Kindle? He's reading the Mercury News. No, no I mean, come on now. What a game! And what what a clay pack! I mean, who knows, man? <laughs> I, I'm glad he's playing some chess, though, man. Let's, let's, let's strategize here. Let's get some let's get some more W's. I mean, beating the Kings. This game shouldn't even been this close, but you know, I'll, I'll take how, it. Um, I'll take. McWalter, how all in are you on this team right now? Where, where's your Where's your belief uh, level on the scale of last year to 2022? You know, I, I'm full in. They're 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 22. They're championship level. Like it's really clear that Dunleavy's done a really good job. I mean, for much as I want to clown Dunleavy because I hated his years <laughs> here as a player, he his he has washed all of that for me right now, and that's saying something because I that that's years of trauma. As someone who uh, lived through the Dunleavy era, just like you, it is very strange to be pro Mike Dunleavy. I feel like I, I feel like my personality is based off of disliking Dunleavy 20 years ago in general. A- absolutely. Uh, same here. And I had this moment in the car the other day where I think Bob should have just left after the championship. If Bob, if, if Bob leaves after the championship, um, do we actually Hero. have a bit? Be- do we, yeah. Do we actually have a better, better year last year? Cause Bob's gone and Dunleavy looks like a very competent GM. I don't know. I, I think it's I first off, no one's actually gonna criticize Bob. Like he 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 uh he he four time champion stepped away, even if the last year was embarrassing, it doesn't really matter. He's won enough. Uh but I, I do wonder the same thing as you. Like, what if what if Mike took the reins a year earlier? Because right now I'm loving everything about the Dunleavy era. I I, I just it feels fresh and rejuvenated like they needed a new set of eyes 
and everything. And, and maybe, maybe, maybe they didn't, maybe none of it really matters, but it does feel that way. Fernando, what's up, man? Sorry. No problem. <clears throat> well, that, that said, uh, saying Bob should have left. If Dan Levy was here last year, it would have been, he would have been fired because the punch would have happened anyway. Wiseman would have played, would have been for, well, they would have forced his hand to play him at the beginning of the year anyway. So they would have a, a scapegoat, I think. So let's put it, Bob took one for the team. Let's put it that way. Nice. I like <laughs> it. I like it. But, well, what a game. Uh, like you, we all think, and you said before, they weren't going to win a game like this last year with all the turnovers from Steph, plus the, the careless play from Jordan Poole, the, the chaotic play, sometimes good, sometimes bad. But this would have been a game that that 11-point lead in the third would have turned into 20, okay, for the, for the Kings. And they kind of came back. Then they lost a little bit. But then in the end, they're a playoff team. And Dre played a great game or played a good game. And, well, the good vibes are back. And four in a row to start this, the, to, to lose this game at home would have been bad. But they pulled it off. That's great. I agree. I, I, okay. I mean, I'm just, I'm just the positivity all around. That's where I'm at. I'm going to touch you on up. Real quick, let's uh, let's let's get the full party going on up here. Oh, we might as well. We got no, we got no Andy. We have some parties. So, man. Uh, hello. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. What's up? I'm just happy to be here with a couple of OGs here. I'm just trying to be like <laughs> them right now. We would have. This is exactly how the Magic game at home went. We. We're fooling around, even though Steph was out for this, for that game. Uh, but he, considering how Steph was playing like Jordan Poole today, it, it probably equals out anyway. Um, but we had to really makes me focus on this. We have MVP Steph, regardless of how we feel about him today, about this game. We're getting Draymond back into the fold after the ankle injury and clay even though he shot poorly he was still making a bunch of winning plays and we and he even got the game winner so this it, this game probably makes me appreciate the core even more now is like we took i probably took the core for granted because we were the playoffs felt like the trenches man it's like every game was like suffering that we didn't know how we were going to win the series and it's like it went longer than it should have. It we got embarrassed by the freaking Lakers, and I have to explain that to a couple people that I know. And then I'm I have really, to accept that I have to accept that Jokic is the best player in the world because the Warriors didn't get their shit together. But now it's time to make sure that they get their act together and handle business next week. Okay, we're gonna win in Denver. It's like we're not going. Three and one. We're going four and zero. Oh, okay, it's like let's get that straight. Okay, we're going four and zero. <laughs> right? The vibes are just so immaculate. Forget this seven and three start. We're going nine and one again. Shout out to Andy. Shout out to Andy. We're going to make sure that we go nine and one. I like it. I like it. I mean, it, I've been kind of thinking about it. I'm curious what you you guys think. So Wiggins is the obvious one of like, there's a lot of room for improvement based on how he's playing now and what we know he's capable of looking at the rest of the roster. I mean, Draymond 
has he played 30 minutes in the game yet? No. Like there, there's still layers there. Uh, Looney and Steph are playing up to what, what we should expect. Clay, not so much. Chris Paul could get better offensively. Dario Sarge finally shot the ball well, but in general has been you know inconsistent. And there's I think there's a reasonable amount of room for growth on this team, also, which is pretty exciting. There's plenty of room because uh Dr- the 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 Draymond piece and the Wiggins piece. Draymond with the minutes and pair him with Sarge and don't make Sarge play the five all the time. Uh, make Draymond play the five or with Sarge spacing the floor. And Wiggins, he needs to 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 rebound better because today he scored from the inside, not not shot well, but right. there's plenty of room there. Plenty no, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. Before I head on out, the one tactical adjustment is I think relates to like the 22 championship season is like, now that we see that the championship defense is here, it's like after a year long hiatus, I think we're leaving a lot on the table with the transition stuff. It's like, it's probably because of Wiggins trying to get into the groove, probably because of Draymond not feeling a hundred percent. It's probably because of CP three trying to be the adult and try to slow everything down to a fault, but we're leaving a little bit, of meat on the table, especially when in 22, we were a top five offense with Draymond healthy because the defense was like generational. And although I don't think the defense is generational this year, it's still top five regardless. And so just getting a bunch of different stops, just like five stops in a row and just leads to easy layups on the other end, it's like that is something that I'm just waiting to see f- for the team in general. But take it easy, guys. Appreciate you, brother. Paratosh, what's up, man? Hey, guys. Hey, Sam. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Awesome. Okay, yeah. So first, full disclosure, I did not watch the game. Which, side note, it's turning out to be a pretty good omen because I think I've missed like three games and they're one on three. So <laughs> I nice. might have to miss some more and watch like later rewatch them. But anyway, yeah, I was uh, I was I wanted to draw like kind of two comparisons for this game. The first one was for the actual game and with respect to the game against Indiana last year. I don't know if you remember, but I was so pissed off because Andrew Nemhard went off and like we lost that game. We had like twice. we gave up like yeah yeah twice basically. Like, we like, gave up a ten like we had a deficit ten point deficit and then we clawed back. And then we went into a deficit again, and then I think we never recovered. So, um, in in terms of the the squad this season, I think that we we obviously lost the game last season. But if the squad was this squad was there with us last season, I don't think we lose that. So that's kind of like the distinction, because like you have high level role play from the bench, even if like none of the starters except Steph is doing anything. And uh, the second point I wanted to make is that um, going back to the 2022 season. Um, if I remember correctly, to start the season, it was just Steph at a, of course, at an MVP level. We remember those fifty-point games against Atlanta, Chicago, etc. And then the bench, because uh, I don't, I don't think Wiggins also got into a groove until like December, if I'm not mistaken. Even during his All-Star season, and there wasn't an. And Jordan Poole was playing well, but he wasn't playing like the way he was playing after March when Steph got injured. So it was mostly like Steph and the bench and Steph and high-level role play from. One or the other guy, like it could have been like it was Otto Porter against the Suns on the in, on Christmas Day. I, I I want to say it was um, 
like GP2 against some other team. So it was always like someone else alongside Steph which was contributing so that we were winning those games. And obviously, Clay wasn't available until like uh, February or uh, January. So in the, in terms of that, I feel like the start to this season also been similar where like the starters are not like, uh, uh, starters apart from Steph are not at the level that we know they can be. So um, in terms of that also, I do feel really optimistic and I, I feel like this is kind of a replica of the roster from 2022 or like it's trying to do the same things with high, high level defense and someone alongside Steph shows up and we win the game basically. By the way, Peritas, I agree. I appreciate you. Um, Draymond is going off right now. Last year's horseshit. It was hard to come to work and not fun. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see if I can get a little video real quick. I mean, when you assault your coworker, yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard to go to work. It's, it's, when you want to assault your coworker, <laughs> <laughs> it's also hard to go to work. Yes, but most of us don't actually yeah. accomplish it at work. Um, <laughs> let alone get the organi- your organization's backing of like, hey, good job, because um, <laughs> everyone wanted to do the same thing. Um, but I, he makes a good point. It was so toxic there last year that that really we can take the most hated warrior enemy and bring him in, and he's like, he's like, uh, he's like a I don't know, I don't know what to call it, some type of like um, prophet or something that comes in. He's like oh my lord, like we we bring him in here and it's like oh my god I never knew Chris Paul was so, no it's because you just ditched your toxic ex. And, and and Chris Paul is just like a, a human being. <laughs> You're like, holy crap! What's going on? This is amazing. Last year was horseshit. Hard to come to work. Not fun. This year, you see joy on guys' faces when they come in the building. This group that likes to be together. Oh, Draymond, Draymond, I I I love it. I I don't know what else to say. This is uh. <laughs> Well, you know, someone had to say it. Someone had to come out with it a little sooner. We'll we'll see how the whole thing plays out. But could 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 Draymond have saved the the franchise by punching Jordan Poole and basically exposing how awful of a person Jordan Poole is in terms of just like not being able to handle this? Uh, well, he's not an awful person, but you know, like just look what he's doing in Washington right now. He's just oh. kind of in his own in his own space. And if we get another title, like maybe it should be Draymond Green whacking, <laughs> whacking Jordan Poole somewhere. Cause just have number five on it. I'm, I'm going to leave it at this. We can get out of here on this. I, you know what? I'm even more bullish on this team than I was at the start of the show. Yeah. Everyone have a great. So are we going undefeated on the road? Are we going undefeated. Are we that bullish? Are we going undefeated on the road? I want to, I want to hear you I'm say saying, it, Sam. I'm gonna hedge. I'm gonna hedge with a three and one. I'm hedging with three and okay. one. Three and one. I'll, I'll okay. I'll give us one. I'll give us the one random. But I'm feeling good. I think we can win all of them. I I I think we can actually go into Denver as long as long as we're healthy and they're healthy. I feel like we're we're fine there. Um, Denver isn't isn't a bunch of world beaters. They're they're not a generational franchise. They actually got really lucky that they had nothing to walk in front of them and got a play-in team in the finals. Um, they, that their path was incredibly lucky. They got to play what a what what seed was the Lakers. They got to play them in the 
in the championship. Yeah. It's just like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. We'll leave it there. Appreciate everyone. Have a great evening.